0: Chapter 23, Steve. He would stand there and help every single person out of the van. The pressure on Steve Carell to find time for his family and growing film career, along with all his work on The Office, became greater every single season. As the sixth season wound down, many Office insiders feared his days on the show were numbered. It was a frightening thought since he wasn't only the boss on the show. When the cameras turned off,
1: everyone continued looking at him for guidance. Kate Flannery I knew Steve in my days at Second City in Chicago. He was hilarious, very shy and very kind. He was so committed to his character that watching him work was like taking a master class in acting. We all knew he was number one at that show, but... He didn't accept that. He made it seem like there was no hierarchy. He was really just all about the work. And that was totally who he was on the show as well. He never changed. The show did not change him one bit.
0: J.J. Abrams Steve is a brilliant comedic actor. He brought a different color to the character than Ricky Gervais did and made Michael Scott relatable and heartbreaking. At his core, the character is so unbearably sad, and Steve really brought that out. He's also so gifted at improv. When I directed his testimonials, I was looking into the eyes of Michael Scott, not Steve Carell. It was the most surreal thing.
2: Lee Eisenberg When you'd engage with him before a take, he'd be talking and he'd look at you clearly— But when they would say action, his eyes glazed over and it was a subtle transformation. But in that moment, his IQ dropped 50 points.
1: Kate Flannery. I feel like people don't acknowledge the level of mastery that he's giving each character that he plays. I don't know if he still gets enough credit for what he did with Michael Scott.
3: Ricky Gervais. He's a great actor. A brilliant actor. There was no ceiling there for a comic performance because he was great. He's so likable. I teased him and said that he's nearly handsome. He gave such gusto to that role. It was just great and fucking hardworking. Jesus Christ, unbelievable. He'd have a week
4: off and go and do a movie. Terry Weinberg. Steve is one of the most dedicated, grounded people that I think I've ever met. He was always a leader on set and he was always the one who set the tone. He was always the one who showed up to everything, every table read. He was the first one on the set. He cared so much about the show, and he cared so much about what we had all built. We knew in time he would make the decision to leave the show and have the incredible career that he has. But you would never know every time he stepped foot on that set that he was a gigantic movie star, because it was all about the work. And it was all about the love and the respect for what our family had built, and how much he loved the character and how much he loved being on the show.
1: Amy Ryan Steve is strangely generous for an actor of his caliber. A scene would finish and he'd compliment me. He'd say, What you did there was really funny. I'd be like, Really? It's not that you doubt it, but it's just so rare that the star of a show, or star of anything, just turns the light on the other person. He's also brilliant at putting other people at ease. After years of working in a company, he's comfortable sharing the joke or the spotlight. He did from day one. He was just very complimentary and incredibly playful.
3: Dean Holland Steve Carell's takes were never the same. That was also true for Chris Pratt and Amy Poehler on Parks and Recreation. Very often we would sit in the editing room and I'd play eight takes in a row of other actors for Greg and every single line in each take would be the exact same. But Carell would give you something different with each take. It was just a plethora of options from him.
1: Melora Hardin We really just had a similar, instinctual understanding of the craft, and we just clicked. He was really good at making room for me to do my stuff, which is rare. Sometimes you feel like people are sitting on you energetically, but never Steve— He made our scenes a big play space where I could come in with surprising moments. He let us both be in the moment. In a perfect world as an actor, you just want to be giving and receiving all the time. You want to be tossing out the softball and you want the softball to be caught and then you want it to be thrown back to you. That's what makes a great scene. Nobody was better at throwing the softball back to other people than Steve. He was so generous.
0: Britton W. Irwin. Steve is one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Around the time of season five, he's one of the biggest movie stars on the planet, and he's also in every scene of every episode. We'd work 16-hour days for weeks on end, and I never once saw any kind of diva mentality— He set a really high bar for everyone on the show, because if anyone had the right to complain about conditions or the length of time it took to do stuff or whatever, it would have been him. He never did.
4: Stacy Snyder. He's one of those actors that always makes the work better, and that the people that he's working with go out of their way to give him that extra push— I always say that writers and directors and actors know that studio executives can pull certain levers that they don't even know they can pull when they care about the person. We work across all the films to make them as great as they can be and to market and structure them to the greatest impact. That extra secret sauce is just reserved for certain people and you're not even aware that you're using it. For someone like Carell, people go out of their way. He's just that good.
0: Andy Buckley. He's just such a magnificent guy, but he's also such a magnificent actor. And every time you would do a scene with him, he would always try something different. Not different lines, but he would just do it in a different way. So that was fantastic because you just have to react to whatever's coming at you from him, which just makes it super fun to do that.
4: Jen Salata. There was never a false note with Steve because you believe that he's true in everything he does. He has his own set of rules and he plays by them. Even when he's doing ridiculous things, there's such integrity to him. He protected his character and he knew his character. He would be up to go to the edge of the line we needed him to go to for comedy. But he did it so smartly. We trusted him enormously. Alicia Raycraft. Nothing
5: disparaging about anyone else with regards to fittings, but if I had a fitting at 5 a.m., 5 a.m. on the dot, Steve would walk in with nothing but a can-do attitude.
1: He was just the greatest. Carrie Bennett Steve Carell is truly the loveliest man in Hollywood. We would go on location, and we'd all be jammed into a van. He'd be in the front seat, and he'd hop out first, open the door and help everybody out of the van. He'd help the crew out of the van. I've never seen that before or since.
2: Randall Einhorn Steve, every day, would open the doors of the van, grab the ladies' chairs and their makeup and hair bags, and he would walk them to where they would sit, and he'd put them down, and then he'd go run his lines. He would carry their chairs because they were older women, and he's a gentleman.
5: Kim Ferry He would stand there and help every single person out of the van. Then, if you have a chair, he would grab your chair and walk it over to the trailer and put it outside the trailer. He always was such a gentleman, so kind. I don't remember in the almost 10 years that I was on that show that he ever said a bad word about anybody. He was so gracious and so kind. I've never worked with someone as kind as him. He's just a class act.
2: Randall Einhorn Steve was amazing and always a treat to watch in that he would give you different levels each take. He would try a different thing each time. He's the perfect improv actor because he's not throwing a pass that's going to hit you right in the gut each time. He's throwing a pass where you have to go, whoa, and catch it as you're flying through the air. He would set you up to look like a hero because he wanted everybody to be funny. He didn't want to be just the funny one. He wanted everybody to be funny.
1: Claire Scanlon I remember watching the very first episode I cut, which was Golden Ticket. I remember watching all the takes and being like, Oh my God, he's so much better than people know. He's just doing something great in every take. How do you make the choice of which one to actually commit to and work from? He could do vulnerability, deflection, and then a pathetic take, and then just pure broad comedy. His range was just so broad.
2: Mark Brooks. Steve was the only one that wouldn't jump on his cell phone when we finished a take, He would go off and run his lines and try different things. I learned a lot from being around him because he worked so damn hard and would try little changes with each take. Richard Gonzalez
0: Steve became a big sort of movie star during the course of it, and nothing changed. He was still the same Steve. Ben Patrick The guy will pretty much do anything to make the scene work or the shot work, I always used to joke like you could tie two concrete blocks around his feet and ask him to deliver his line with his head turned sideways so that he saw the camera and would still be able to be miked. He would do all those things. He would contort himself to make it work.
3: Randy Cordray. To this day in my long and varied career, Steve Carell is the most wonderful and most professional actor and the best human of anyone I ever worked with. I hold Steve Carell to the highest level of anyone I ever worked with. He was such a professional man. What was so amazing about Steve was that, as Michael Scott, he could make your skin crawl in one scene by being such a jerk and such an asshole. And in the very next scene, you would weep for him. You bled for the man because he was so blind to his own faults.
0: B.J. Novak He is the greatest actor alive, I think. My God, I don't know if Russell Crowe or Robert De Niro or anyone you go to as the greatest actor could do what Steve does.
3: Robert Schaefer I don't think people understand what a grinder he is. He's in every scene, pretty much, and he's driving every scene. When he's in between takes, he's looking at those pages and working. That guy's a stone-cold worker, and you have to be, because it's your show. So you're shouldering the responsibility. Not only that, but you're setting the tone. The star of the show sets the tone. I recently did a Criminal Minds episode, and believe me, the difference between Thomas Gibson setting the tone and Steve Carell setting the tone is pretty huge.
5: Kim Ferry There was only one time where he told me about being really upset. It was because on the weekend he was trying to teach his daughter Annie how to ride a bike, and he had a lot of paparazzi that started showing up outside his house and started taking pictures of her. They were saying, hey, over here. They were kind of heckling. And at one point, she was trying to ride the bike. She stopped, started crying, got off the bike, and she ran into the house. He was livid. At that point, he walked across the street and he told me, he said, look, I'm right here. You want to take pictures of me? Take pictures of me. You want to take pictures right now? I'll stand here for an hour. But do not ever hurt my daughter like that. She didn't sign up for this. She just got born into my family, and I'm famous. He was trying to explain to them she didn't deserve that just now. Why can't I have an experience with my daughter private? And there was one paparazzi that literally stood in front of all the other guys and said, you know what, guys? He's right. We should go. We'll all go.
1: We should go. Amy Ryan He's such an approachable, warm person, and he's somewhat shy. I think a lot of people might think Steve is one of those actors who is constantly on and doing bits and keeping everybody entertained, but it's quite the opposite.
2: Paul Feig Working with Steve caused me to ruin so many takes because I'd always just burst out laughing. He'd go off in a tangent or an unexpected reaction, and I'd just lose it. I will go to my grave saying that one of the biggest injustices in show business history is that Steve never won the Best Actor Emmy. I think the problem was that he made it look easy. Alec Baldwin is obviously funny, too, but that's a very showy role. People didn't realize how hard Steve worked to create that character. If there's any justice, they will retroactively give him an honorary Emmy for that performance because that's right up there with Carol O'Connor as Archie Bunker. Randall Einhorn What everyone else did was not even in the same ballpark as Steve. I thought Alec Baldwin's character, no discredit to him at all, but it was a much broader character, which is real easy. If you're going for funny, that's easy to do. You make it silly and wacky. And Tracy Morgan's character was all wackadoodle crazy. Steve tried to be a real guy. He's trying to be a boss of a paper company who ruled as far as the eye could see. He played such a small man trying to take such a big credit. It was just really interesting and really funny. The fact he never received Best Actor, that's just crazy. Creed Bratton. How could
3: someone like Steve Carell not win the Emmy for Best Actor? It's a travesty, a joke. One time we were all at the table together and Angela said, This is bullshit. We went, Yep. At that time, I didn't even care what people thought because we'd had it. We were behind him. He was our captain. I was very upset. I wouldn't even want to talk about it afterward. For a character you dislike to make you laugh like that? Then in the bat of an eye, he gives you heart? Come on. That's depth. That's some acting chops. His humanity as a person shines through his eyes.
5: Jenna Fisher. I can't believe that Steve did not get an Emmy for that character. It's one of the greatest performances in television history, in my opinion. And I feel like he should be given just an honorary Emmy Award for Michael Scott.